Typically, it is the layperson who learns the faith from the clergy. But quite often, the clergy also end up learning a lot about the faith from laypersons. Archbishop Peter Sarton put it colorfully when he said, A priest's life is a busy one. Being a pastor is like being a stray dog at a whistler's convention. (laughs) In other words, the lay people are constantly pulling the clergy's chain. First to mass, and then to the hospital, and then we run to marriage counseling, and so on. But in the process of all that pulling, we priests also learn a lot from you. Pope Francis said this learning was really like contemplation. He wrote, a preacher has to contemplate the word, but he also has to contemplate God's people. That is, just as priests peer at the Bible in a spirit of prayer, so they should also gaze prayerfully at the people. We learn the faith, therefore, not only from the Bible, but also from believers. My own faith has been nourished by very learned lay people. Of course, I love to read and listen to Scott Hahn, a layman who teaches at Franciscan University in Steubenville. Another man to whom I feel indebted for my faith is C.S. Lewis, who was not even a Catholic, but an Anglican, and taught at Oxford. I love reading G.K. Chesterton, whose prose sounds better than most people's poetry. My favorite German philosopher is Joseph Pieper, another layman whose books are short, but they take a long time to read. And my go-to French-Canadian philosopher is Etienne Gilson, who taught at the University of Toronto. I love it when these lay people sort of pull my priestly chain as I reflect on their readings, because I learn a lot of my faith from them. Today's scriptures also suggest examples of this role reversal of teacher and student, where the clergy learn from the laity. In the first reading from Numbers chapter 11, the spirit of prophecy is given to 70 elders, call them the clergy, inside the camp. But God's spirit also reaches outside the camp, to the laity, we might say. And so two laypersons, Eldad and Medad, also prophesy. When jealousy makes Joshua complain that the ordained clergy alone should prophesy, preach, and teach, meek Moses answers, Would that all the people of the Lord were prophets! Would that the Lord might bestow His Spirit on them all, clergy and laity alike. And that is exactly what God would do in Acts chapter 2. Pour out His Holy Spirit on the whole church, priests as well as people. Or Father John as well as Joseph Pieper. And something similar happens in the Gospel. Where John is jealous for Jesus and feels the Holy Spirit should be the private property of priests. 
But Jesus explains, like Moses did, there is no one who performs a mighty deed in my name who can at the same time speak ill of me. For whoever is not against us is with us. In other words, sometimes the people will pull your priestly chain, John, and you may feel like a stray dog at a Whistler's convention. But that is not all bad. You may learn a lot about the faith from the laity. And John indeed learned a lot from the greatest layperson who ever lived, the Blessed Virgin Mary, who resided in his home. My friends, the Holy Spirit is not the private property of priests or professors or even parents. Jesus explained to Nicodemus in John chapter 3, and John had learned this lesson well by the time he had written his gospel, how the Holy Spirit would work in the newly baptized. When Jesus said, the wind, the Spirit, blows where it wills. You hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. In other words, look and listen. And you too, Nicodemus, a professional priest, a theologian, and a teacher, may learn the faith from the laity. That is, from those you think you need to teach. Let me give you two modern examples. Have you noticed how parents learn the faith from their little children. Parents are supposed to be like the priests in the domestic church of the home. And the children are like the lay people in your house. Indeed, parents are called to be the first teachers of their children in the faith. But notice this role reversal. Many Catholics stop going to Mass as young adults in their 20s and 30s. When do they start going back to Mass? Well, when they return to have their baby baptized. And especially when he or she makes their first Holy Communion. Being a parent often feels like being a stray dog at a Whistler's convention, and your children are happily blowing the whistle. And so you parental priests can also learn a lot about the faith from these little lay people. Here's another surprising source of the Holy Spirit's wisdom in many people's lives, namely your ex-spouse. The last question on the annulment questionnaire asks, what did you learn from this experience? If a person is halfway humble and all the way honest, he or she will admit They also made mistakes in this marriage and were part of the cause of its failure. If it takes two to tango, it also takes two to tear things apart. In other words, our ex-spouse can teach us how we were sometimes lazy and proud, resentful and revengeful and even bossy. In a word, how we were not very Christian. We may no longer want them pulling our chain as a spouse, but we can learn something about ourselves from them and grow in our faith 
Pope Francis said a successful homily is always the fruit of deep contemplation of God's word and also deep contemplation of God's people. That is, only you can teach me if this homily was successful and you stayed awake. Being Christian means that priests and people, clergy and laity, must enter into this constant contemplation and learn from one another. Which also means we will all feel like stray dogs at a Whistler's convention. Over here. Praised be Jesus Christ.